0: I'm Carrie Benedette, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalize you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specializing in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Welcome to another episode of Thriving Matters. And this time my guest is none other than Jem Atchett. And would you believe we have crossed continents once again, listeners, and we're talking to Jam in Istanbul, in Turkey. And I can't wait to get there. So we need you to tell us what's your day like already in Istanbul this morning.
1: It's a great pleasure to talk to you. And also, honestly and uh, truly, it's a great pleasure to be in Istanbul, in Turkey, because it's a great city. Uh, it is wonderful, wonderful places to visit and uh, ho- hopefully one day you will come and we will just walk around and I will show you the places. Right now it's a little bit rainy, but after April, May, it will be much, much better.
0: Well, that sounds like a good plan. And I'm all for traveling the globe, but meeting, more importantly, the people of the globe. and. I was so very pleased to bump into you in my lifetime, Jim. We have a connection through a global family and uh, this podcast is all about talking to people like you and I, pretty ordinary, um, but we're all doing fairly extraordinary things in the areas of our work and our life. And I love to tell those stories because they are the stories that really matter. So tell us a little bit about you, Jem, and where, where your life has brought you to date.
1: It's a tough question because, you know, it's, it's not easy to, uh, to know where to start. But I was born in a small city in Turkey, in the southern coast of Turkey. But at the age of 16, I went to UK uh, for university and I studied engineering over there. And then I... Did my master's degree in UK as well, in finance and management. But at the time when I was handing over my thesis, my father called me uh, on my mobile. And he said that, son, be careful. People started attacking US and maybe they will attack UK. And I was horrified because it took me a whole night to prepare the last pages of the thesis. And it was the 11th of September. 2001 yeah on that day wow uh, yeah yeah so uh, on that day i handed over my thesis and i said that oh i wanted to stay in uk and i wanted to work here but those days if you remember were not very easy days for international people to work in uk or us especially if you are from turkey and other middle eastern countries yeah. it wasn't easy so i decided to Pursue my studies in the U.S. Ah. And so I went to U.S. I met my wife over there <laughs> and in, in Boston. I, I was at Harvard University and we met over there. Then things went well. And after a couple of years, I worked outside of Turkey. And then I came back to Turkey in 2004. And I started working here uh, in the family business, which was all about trading. <laughs> and, and you might say that what's the what's the link between engineering and trading but for me honestly it's a very important to autonomy is very important for me so i always said that i will do whatever it takes to do my own business so i was always on that road and i started the business but my character is not very much on the trading side so after four or five years, I said that, okay, I need to change my career path. And I was talking to people and they suggested me to talk to a coach and they, uh, get some coaching sessions. And I received some coaching sessions. And at the end of the day, I decided that, okay, I'm an industrial engineer. I mean, as an industrial engineer, my main focus is how can I make the, make a system better Yes, And and after that, I decided that, okay, what I'm going to do is I will just apply my knowledge to make the human interaction system better. So at that stage, I started my new career path and uh, I started with coaching and then my road intersected with uh, Genos, Genos International. Yeah. And me and my partner here, uh, my business partner, Banu, we established our company, BCC Turkey, and we are representing Janus International. And what we do for the moment is we are just spreading the good news of emotional intelligence to companies <laughs> in Turkey. Uh, and when I say companies, I mean, because, I mean it's, it's the people in the companies. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, you cannot just say company, it's the people we are working with. And I love what I do, because it's all about people, it's all about interactions, and it's all about how you can add more value to people's life. And (laughs) this is for the moment what I do, and this is a, a daily topic I wake up with, I sleep over with, and I always think about what can I do to make it better, first for myself, for my surroundings, and for other people as well.
0: What a great explanation of embracing the detours that circumstances uh, gave you to make a different choice, but still use your industrial engineer background and moving it into the human interaction. I love that link. So well done you. And how fortuitous was it that you moved to the US? That phone call from your father was the catalyst, wasn't it? It was the catalyst, and you were very brave. You were quite courageous to actually make that move because you would have known England, you would have known the UK really well, and then you had to really use a lot of your skills to make a decision for your future. Yeah. That's fa- that that yeah, is this, a great story, love it, yeah.
1: I love exploration, I love discovery, I, like, I love trying new things yeah uh, sometimes it's very good sometimes it's not good <laughs> but at the end of the day i always tell to myself what's the one new thing that i learned today oh. this is one of the questions i asked to myself yep. and uh, I, I love learning things and i love uh, trying new things
0: the, so this uh, is that's a, that's a really strong habit to have isn't it it's a proactive habit what did I learn today? And when do you do that? At the beginning of the day? Because it's a reflection on the previous day, or do you do it at the end of the same day? Uh, actually,
1: it's, it's, all, it's the whole day, but ah. I start a new day. I start a new day with asking, okay, let's see what the day will bring to me. And what can I learn today? And at the end of the day, I still ask myself, uh, what happened today?
0: Yeah, and I'm going to say to you, have you had any, any surprises that have really, um, something that's really quite surprised you, say in the last week, that you'd be able to share with us?
1: Uh, yes, actually, it's, it's again about trying a new thing. Yeah. And this last weekend, my parents were here. They usually live in the city where I was born, in Mersin. But yeah. they came to visit us. So me and my wife, uh, we said that this is our chance so we left the kids <laughs> to the grandparents <laughs> and, and, and we went on to the bosphorus side and on the bosphorus there is there are some new things in turkey uh, uh, electronic scooters They are with rechargeable batteries and you just get on them and just uh, hang around in the city uh, Me and my wife, we just started there, it was the first time we did that and it was, I mean, it really surprised me how nice it was to be on a scooter and to be (laughs) in the center and along the Bosphorus. So it was a great time uh, that we spent together because, I mean, you know, having two kids living in Istanbul, a very big city, and doing your business, you don't have much spare time you don't have much spare time for yourself uh, so uh, it really surprised me how well it worked out but this is the good side on the other hand sometimes <laughs> learning new things trying new things put me in some trouble as well <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's where, that's where they say all our learning comes from, when we get into trouble.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds fascinating. I imagine that you and your wife really laughed a lot when you got on those scooters. And I, and I had a, visit, a, a vision of you, an image of you, just as a little boy, actually, on, on yeah. your scooter. <laughs> but now you're an adult. Oh
1: <laughs> it was like that, actually. Yeah. And, and then I told the story to my kids at night, and they said, why didn't you take us? And we oh. want to go there as well. We, we want to do that. But I said that it's the, the age limit is 18, so I cannot do that.
0: <laughs> oh, They must be pretty sophisticated uh, scooters in. No, because you, you, you can also get into the roads
1: with them. Oh, on the. Okay. On the when so the safety. cars that's yeah. why it's for safety reasons they say it's at least 80 oh
0: i love that Jim. that's
1: priceless but as you mentioned we were like little kids you know with my wife and <laughs> uh, it's really joyful because those are the moments that uh, makes life much much better
0: there's a child in all of us and i think sometimes we become so serious about our life and our work we get tunneled in that we forget to actually look around and do something a little mm-hmm. bit different that's quite freeing you know I, I i like i'm a bit a big walker um and i also like to swim and i just like to get the breeze i like to feel that tactile sense of feeling a breeze on your face or or rushing so i imagine on your scooters you could go quite fast <laughs>
1: it's still not that fast but it's you know like you're just you're just trying a new thing and it's just yeah
0: it's (laughs) exhilarating i've tried something new (laughs) oh look you talk about um you're a dad as well you're a family man you you run a business um and so you're looking not just for yourself but also for your family and the future of, of the children so how have you built ways to balance your life and work how have you done that apart from asking your parents to to help you babysit and you you taking a day off but in your day to day do you have do you have some habits apart from you know what did i learn today but do you have some habits that really help you thrive in balancing your work and your life together
1: i mean to start with i w- i need to say that i'm an introverted person uh-huh. I'm an introverted person. So whatever I do, I pay much attention to have some spare time for myself. Okay. It is, it is very important for me. And one of the things I do, for example, uh, just from uh, when I arrive home from the business, I just sit in the car for five to ten minutes uh, just by myself. And then I go to, I go to the house because when, when I arrive, arrive at the house, My kids, one of them is 10 years old, Uh, my daughter and my son is four years old. They just jump onto me and say that, oh, daddy, let's let's play, let's play, let's play. So I need to find that energy to play with them because I really enjoy playing with them as well. I need some energy and this is what I do. It's like a habit for me. I just sit in the car for five to 10 minutes every day when I arrive home and doing nothing actually. (laughs) good uh, But just sitting there for, Yeah, just five and 10 minutes to have some thoughts in my mind to recharge my batteries, and it, it works perfectly well for me.: when, when children go to bed, we have some time with my wife. After that, I, I, I took about like 30, 40 minutes for myself as well. And this is one of the habits I have. Yeah. And when you ask the question just recently, for the last four months, I started taking guitar lessons. Oh, I started, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's one of the new things in my life.
0: <laughs> well done, so, you. Yeah.
1: This is just, you know, like uh, small bits and pieces that just I add to my life. And uh, because I think we all deserve this. As you mentioned, most of the time, I mean, most, uh, 12 hours a day maybe we spend in the business. Yeah. I'm very lucky. I'm one of the lucky people in, in the world that I love what I do and I don't, I don't consider it as a business because it's just like a hobby. I need to do some uh, some things for myself as well.
0: I think what you've done is show us that no matter what what we know our traits, our personality traits to be, whether introvert or extrovert, that we all know ourselves well enough to put in place what we need. And I think that's part of thriving and, and making sense of our contribution. So we're able to be present to those that we work with. I've, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm interested, um, Jim, is there somebody in your life, whether an, whether it's an author or a person, a mentor, or an occasion or a situation you've been in that has really helped define the type of presence you have with the work that you do. Um, Really, if somebody said, I know what fuels Jim, I know that he is non-negotiable on this. Um, And we often look to, we, we often look for inspiration, don't we? We often look for connections with people that mm-hmm. r- really impress us or we're curious about how they have developed that skill. But I think for all of us, there's usually somebody that we look to or, or a, an occasion that's been so monumental in our life that it has altered the way we, we actually show up each day. What about for you?
1: When you asked the question, the first thing that came to my mind is one of the books that I have read, Uh, it was uh, Debbie Ford, Debbie Ford, and I remember the Turkish name, but the dark side of the the light chases.
0: Oh, I think that's the
1: correct name. Yeah, Debbie Ford, unfortunately, we lost her about like two years ago, I I guess, and uh, she's a great author, and I love that book, and that book changed a lot of things in my life, and that book, I mean, the, the main theme on that book is that if you Don't like something in someone. You have to look in yourself because it has—it has got a reflection in you, Uh and that you are trying to avoid in yourself. When I read that book, suddenly I started uh, thinking of my relation with uh, my—I mean, not relation, but the characteristics of my father. He is still a very inspirational figure for me. Yeah, and. But uh, he's a very extroverted person. He's very uh, like temperamental. From my old childhood, I said that to myself, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be temperamental. I'm not going to be, you,, know, if, uh, let's say, aggressive. I will be on the calm side. Okay. I will not like that. But with that book and with that, uh, with that experiences of my childhood, I just combined everything and it's just, you know, like a lot of aha moments. So that book uh, did a lot of rethinking for
0: me. Mm, well, you've made me curious now, so I'll, I'll look it up. So the title is The Dark Side of the Light. Is that right?
1: The Dark Side of the Light Chasers.
0: Chasers, beautiful. Okay. All right. So I think, listeners, that would be something. If you're curious, you could look up. Uh, and I think what Jem um, has talked about is the intersection of his dad, who has a big influence in, has been a big influence in your life, in helping you choose which way you want to live your life. I had a similar uh, experience. My dad was a larger than life character as well. And uh, we make, I'm forever grateful, because some of the things that I experienced, I've been able to work out and go, yes, I'm going to take that, and I'm gonna take a little bit of that, but I'm going to change this. And I think that's what we do as, as we're maturing and growing, and we become parents ourselves. Uh, we we look back on our experience, and we then look for what's the legacy we're going to be able to leave with our children. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in this the whole feeling about um, being part of your culture. So Australian culture is very different to Turkish culture, and I'm quite fascinated about um, what it is that what would be a common saying in that you would hear your um turkish friends your colleagues that you would hear about living living life to the fullest in turkey you know the italians are you know life is beautiful it's it's wonderful you know we we talk to the japanese and they have this wonderful notion of igaki which is you know what's your reason for being our right. aboriginal language here in australia has a word called dadari and it means, um, you know, it's more about reflecting on, on, on your spiritual essence and, and presence. So I'm curious about culture in Turkey and uh, what it looks like.
1: Yeah, I mean, Turkish culture, is, we are very lucky that uh, the Anatolian land is, is homeland for many, many different cultures. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Kurds, we have Armenians, uh, we have uh, the old Greek people as well. And we have many, many different cultures. And one of the good things about Turkish culture is that we are just open to everything. Uh, We are open to all kinds of cultures, all kinds of different thinkings. And we just accept everyone. And hospitality is one of the main, main themes of Turkey. And as uh, we call Mevlana and uh, maybe you know him by the name Jalaluddin Rumi uh, mm-hmm. mentions in his one, of the, one of his sayings, one of his quotes, come, come, whoever you are, just come. I mean, whatever you did, just come. So we accept everything and uh, it's just a very nice thing and it's, it should be the main theme of life to have respect for everyone. In Turkey, one of the things we do is, we believe very much in destiny as well. We, we say that, okay, I mean, this will pass as well, let's see, this is, this is our destiny, whatever happens, will happen. it.
0: It's <laughs> an, so an acceptance, yeah. It's
1: <laughs> an acceptance, you know, like. And uh, oh. this makes us a very resilient culture. Uh, whatever happens to our country, and our country suffers a lot from uh, due to its geopolitical situations. I mean, we always have problems in one of our parties. We have a diverse political issues as well. We always have problems, economic and political, in Turkey. Probably you know him as well, Derek.
0: <laughs> I do, I do. Uh,
1: <laughs> we, we had a very unfortunate event about like three, three years ago in Turkey. Uh, it was a political thing and he he called us and he said that oh i'm i'm really sorry to hear that but i know turkey i know turks they're the most resilient people the most resilient country in the in this in this whole world so you will just get past and you will just pass this and this is one of the things in turkey we are really resilient and we just we just never quit but we accept a lot our acceptance level is high as well
0: i think that acceptance is part of the resilient culture, yeah.
1: This is part of the resilient culture, yeah. We get used to new things very easily. We, we have some Turkish words we use a lot in, in uh, daily language. We say, uh, for example, Inshallah. Maybe you heard us, you yes. heard that. It's Inshallah. Hopefully,
0: hopefully. Inshallah,
1: yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's, yeah, That and that goes with resilience hopeful yeah. people hopeful people will believe that something next will happen or something more will happen yeah and that, i think that yeah. goes with resilience and it fits so well into you know the way we live our lives through through the daily events or the, or the mm-hmm. sufferings or the turmoil or the and and history is full of that for many of our cultures um so yeah. yes Inshallah is is a good word to use there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. and uh, for example, we say that. Oh, Kerry, uh, I will see you next week, and you say Inshallah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hopefully.
1: <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's good. We will say definitely. See you later, mate. It's it's not a problem. Jim, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's been wonderful talking to you today, and usually, um, we. We have a call to action after we've had the conversation. And so I'm going to say uh, some of the takeouts for me today in talking with you have been that you have got a couple of really great habits in place for your thriving. And one of those is asking yourself the question, what did I learn today? And being curious enough to ask that not just once during the day, but a couple of times. So you're very aware that that's now a habit. I also love the fact that you know yourself so well that you give yourself five to 10 minutes so you can be present with your children who are going to crawl all over you and say, daddy, thank heaven's your home. Come and play with us. <laughs> And I love the fact that you're willing to learn something new, right? And that is that is now the guitar. Fantastic. Because yeah. it's very easy. It's very easy to say, that's too hard, not going there. But um, hopefully, Inshila, you will be a fantastic guitarist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you just got it. (laughs) Perfect news, perfect (laughs) news, Jerry.
0: So if our listeners would like to contact you, Jim, what would be your best contact mechanism?
1: Uh, They can contact me on LinkedIn or uh, uh, through my, my email. Shall I pronounce it? I don't know. It's just C E M A T A T at bccturkey.com.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And listeners, if you would like to know more about what I do as a leadership coach, I'm easy to find on LinkedIn as well or on com. Love to hear your thoughts on this. And we also appreciate a thumbs up if you've enjoyed our episode. And I know, listeners, last one of the last podcasts, I didn't have much of a voice. So the voice is back. However, I do know that um, often when we talk across the continents, our Wi-Fi connection is a little bit funny. So I thank you for your patience <laughs> and your laugh. Jem, it's been fantastic speaking with you this morning. Really appreciate it. And I'm coming and I'll bring a group of people with us. We'll come for a leadership immersion. We'll do something fantastic in Turkey and uh, we'll partner up with you.
1: (laughs) That would be very great to see you and uh, all the people that you will bring. As you said, we are very hospitable. (laughs) That's it. And come, whoever you are, come.
0: Between Aussies and, and, and Turkey, we are really good hosts. And anyone in a leadership role, that metaphor of being a host is absolutely fantastic because there's a whole lot of hospitality that goes with that. So sending okay. you many regards. Love your, uh, love your work and what you've shared with us today. So thank you once again.
1: Thank you very much, Kerry. And uh, I'm following your podcasts and they're all great and they're very insightful. Thank you for all of them.
0: (laughs) That's a pleasure. So once again, everyone, don't forget your thriving matters. So see what you can do to learn something new in the next month or so. Bye for now.